You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast. Everybody, my name is Back, and this is episode number 199. We're getting close to 200. And as you know, I've been, uh, you know, talking to a lot of comics lately. Uh, go back to the archives. I've had a bunch of people on, very funny people. And continue on this streak, I have to introduce my guest. I got Brian McDuffie in the virtual hey. building. Hey. How you doing, man? Good, man. You know, uh, just getting ready for another open mic tomorrow, you know, or tonight. Dude, your grind is, your grind is fucking crazy. Yeah, man. I'm tired of sucking. That's why. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I don't think you suck, honestly. You, you, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've seen you bomb. It's not a big deal. I bomb oh, yeah. too. Everybody does. You know, it's, yeah. part, it's part of the process. But, you know, I don't think you've been doing it for like, a couple of years now, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about two years, you know, almost two years in April. So and we're here, coming up on it. Yeah. Here, here in Austin? No, no, no. Uh, three months in Austin. Three months. Where were you before that? Yeah, uh, San Diego. How, how is it over there? Dude, San Diego was great. Before quarantine, it was great, man. We had uh, like four clubs. Uh, you could do like two to three mics every night. Uh, high wow. level of competition. LA wasn't too far away. So mm-hmm. yeah, man, yeah, it was a great place for comedy, especially starting comedy. Like, who, who do you know from out there who actually like made it big from San Diego? Because uh, I hear so, LA and New York and Boston and Chicago. Yeah, from, from San Diego, you got uh, Bobby Lee from San Diego. Oh, okay. Uh, Brian. Brian Regan's from San Diego. Uh, Derek Poston just moved here. He's from San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson's from San Diego. Oh, uh, yeah. Z- Z- Zoltan Casas is an up-and-coming dude right now. He's got 2 million views on his uh, last special on YouTube. Um, those are the people that come to mind right now. You know, I bet you there's a couple more. But, yeah, man, San Diego's a good place for comedy. Wow. I, I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a huge fan of, uh, I would say, Boston, New York comics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Boston, some of the best people in the world have come out of Boston. Yeah, because they're angry motherfuckers and they got shit to say. (laughs) And New York people, too. Yeah, my favorite, Patrice O'Neal, man, came out of Boston. Yeah, you too? Yeah, man, love Patrice, dude. Uh, He's he's my best. He's my favorite, top top number Uh, one. Nobody else. Just the... Just the heart and soul he put in his comedy was like nothing no one else could do, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, the authenticity he had is just second to none. And he was the same oh, on yeah. stage, off stage. And he was he was an asshole. Like that's what people say oh, yeah. about him. He was an asshole no oh, matter yeah. who who was in front of him. Yeah, but I think it's crazy. He was a lovable asshole, yes. you know? Like that's such a contradiction. That's such a unique type of human. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to bring that out. I feel like I'm too nice sometimes, you know. <laughs> if you start throwing books at people, yeah, had the, the, that one story that Kevin Hart told on that, that documentary. You watched documentary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one story where uh, Kevin Hart was uh, was performing at the cellar or so, somewhere, I don't know. Boston and then, Comedy Club, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Boston Comedy Club. And then uh, Patrice O'Neill was in the back. He started throwing phone books at him. Yeah, and said, so there's better material in these. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you to do that. <laughs> yeah, you to phone book. Uh, no, I, I uh, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I'm too nice. I couldn't do that. I have been talking to a couple of friends though, you know, and uh, you know how everyone's like, yeah, support your comedy friends. You got to be supportive in this scene. I'm like, I think we should do the opposite. I think there's too many of us in here. When someone's bombing, we should start booing them, you know, <laughs> let them, let them know they're doing bad, you know? <laughs> 
You won't, you won't start that trend. Holy fuck. Okay, I don't <laughs> want to be destroy that guy people. either, you know? Yeah, I don't want to be that guy like, oh, Brian's sitting in the front, be careful, he'll boo you, you know? <laughs> I can't, I can't. At, at, at best, I would say just sit in the front row, arms cl- crossed, and don't even smile once. Yeah, well, that's the thing, man. If someone says something good, um, I'm not going to, like, hold back a laugh. I know some people like that. Yeah, that would like in San Diego would hold back laughs to be like, uh, they really got to earn it, you know, and I'm like, no, oh, something's funny. No. I'm, I, yeah, if something's funny. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to let them know that that's funny. You can find something in that and work with it, you know? Yeah, funny's funny. I mean, it, it's uh, exactly. it, 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 and I've been I've been saying this uh, to a bunch of people that I've had on the show that I, like. It, it's hard to perform in front of a in a room full of comics. Because you can't, first of all, you can't engage if your shit is really funny because they probably heard your shit before. And so, and on top of that, like you said, they're just like, okay, well, this doesn't, it's okay, but it's not going to make me like laugh out loud like like I was a regular audience member. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It it, it, it kind of sucks. Yeah, Yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, I've heard people say it before. I think it's ironic that you would think comedians would have the biggest sense of humor, you know? But all we're thinking about is our set, you know? So even when you're up there doing your thing, we're thinking about what we're going to say. So we're not even really worried too much about what the person up there is saying. Yeah, you know? that's true. That's yeah, true. but there's also that term, uh, uh, comics comic, you know? Yep. That's how you know you're starting to do something when all the comics from the back of the room actually start watching you. That's how you know you're getting better. People are interested in what you actually have to say. That takes years to get. I, I don't know anybody oh. who's done it in less than five. Yeah, man, exactly. Or, le- or even le- even like less than ten, because that that's yeah, exactly. years to build. Holy shit! So what what was it about you that you're like I got to do this? Uh, you know, man, um, just not doing anything with my life. Oh. You know, <laughs> there's, just, there's just, a yeah, plan. Man. Yeah, man. You know exactly. There's you a know? plan A. Uh, I've always been a person that's like uh, uh, in the moment. I'm like an in the moment type of person. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I was working at a bar at the time. Uh, my cousin actually met a guy named Tony D. Mack from Baltimore. And they worked together. And he just moved here from Baltimore. And he's like, yeah, I do stand up comedy. And my cousin was like, oh, my God, my cousin's always wanted to try that. He's like, we should go out. We should go out one night. Mm-hmm. So we go to an open mic. We're sitting there. And he's like, you're going to sign up. And, you know, I did what everyone else does. Ah, I'm just going to watch. You know, and he gave me this face of like a Patrice, like a, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I was like, I was like, man. And then, uh, at that time, uh, like two months before that, my brother passed away in a motorcycle accident. Oh, sorry. Uh, you know, life, man, he lived at a different level. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and I started thinking, I was like, man, dude, if my brother, if my brother was here right now, he would try it and he wouldn't even think nothing about it. You know, so I was like, drank a couple beers, got on stage, didn't have any material. You know, I've always been the funny guy at the bar and with my friends and stuff. Didn't have anything planned out. The moment I got on the stage, right, and I seen all those faces completely mm-hmm. quiet, giving me attention, like what's this man have to say? I was already hooked. I really? was like, this is what this is what I've been missing in my life. This is what I've always wanted. You know? Did you um how old were you at the time? 25. Okay, so okay, so 2 years ago. 
Two years, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's still young. God damn it. It's a young man's game. Anyway, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm an old fuck. Well, I mean, also, also, I had a Jamar Neighbors tell me one time I was talking to him and he was saying, and I know this is crazy, but uh because we're because we're men, we don't have to worry about age too much. You know? That's a good because a, yeah. yeah, because you know, it's like uh you're not really worried about that because your looks aren't going to take you to the height. It's going to be more your talent than what you look like because you're a male comedian. Are you saying females need to look good to make it? No, I just think, you know, you've always heard the thing where it's uh, it's harder for female comedians. You know? It is. It is. It's a, it's a, uh, it is a man's game. It, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, it just happens to be that way. It's not necessarily exactly. a good thing, but it just happens to be that way. Yeah, like, you know, there's some men that are just, like, chauvinistic where they think automatically, like, oh, women aren't funny. So mm-hmm. you automatically got to be a little funnier than us, right? And, like, you got to be decently looking with symmetry. Like, even Roseanne Barr wasn't bad to look at, you know? Yeah. And she's one of the – she's <laughs> exactly, you know? She's still like, eh, but it wasn't, like, bad to look at, you know? And she was still, like, one of those wild people, man. So, yeah, I do think it's a little harder for women, though. Do you, do you remember your set from that night? Uh, I just talked a lot about uh, uh, Game of Thrones was big at that time. <laughs> so, so I talked a lot about Game of Thrones, and I could tell the crowd was older, and they were like, the fuck is Game of Thrones? <laughs> you know? Uh, did a lot of crowd work. Uh, that's what I think I'm, like, decent at now. That's what I, like, I resort to when I'm bombing. Yeah. Because I'll kind of start, like, messing with the crowd and stuff. And uh, I worked at a bar, and it was at a bar. Daughters talked about like what the bartender was going through, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she smiles, but she doesn't like you guys. I promise you. <laughs> she might like she might like that guy because you look like you're in here every day. Tip five at least, you know, stuff like that. And you got off, you're like, this is it. This is what I want. This is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Then that uh, that very next week, uh, I went back to the same place, but it was closed. So I shot down to San Diego, did a little local place called the Comedy Palace. Uh, great club. If you're ever in San Diego, check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, did that that Tuesday. Went back next week. Uh, I missed the open mic. So I shot down to downtown and did the Madhouse. So that was my third week. And then every day after that, I realized, because I seen the, the other talent there. Mm-hmm. I realized, man, if I'm going to do this, I got to be here every day. And since that third week, man, it's been almost every day doing comedy, just trying to get better. Wow, well, you did you get to showcases in back in San Diego, or are you still up? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I I I started uh, getting shows. Uh, nothing big, man. You know, like Doesn't if matter. you ever seen, yeah, it's exactly. An it's an upgrade, exactly. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, man. Shows are so much different than mics. It's like uh, all that work you've been putting into the mics, it finally like starts to pay off because yeah. you got real people, real environment, people that want to see comedy. You know instead of a couple scattered people. So it's, yeah, it's, it's levels above. How long did it take you to get there? Um, well, it was weird because a guy on Facebook at the Madhouse Comedy Club uh, named Raul Zambrano just kind of put on Facebook, hey, any new comics want to do their first showcase? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was like, he put like six of us on there. Uh, and I was one of the six that hit him up. And uh, not going to lie, I think I did the best out of all of them. But uh, it still wasn't good. It still wasn't good, you know. Even watching the film back now, I'm like, oh, I maybe got three laughs, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long was the, how long were the sets? Like, uh, I did five. Five. Yeah. Did, yeah. To, to get to where you have a solid five, it's uh, it, it's work. 
Garrett putting Dude, I still struggle with the type five, you know. I'm always I'm just I try to be an emotional comedian, so I'm always like kind of all over the place. I'm not clever. I'm not good with that setup punch, that real quick joke. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah. What, what what I what happens to me a lot is that I um and you've seen me. I mean, it's not like I have great. It the the delivery is everything, because in my head, like when I think of a joke, in my head, I know exactly how it should be delivered. Like if 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 I were, uh, if I were a professional comedian on stage, I I, I have an idea of how it should be done. But as soon as I get up there, my brain just goes left. Oh yeah, and I'm like, this is not at all what I envisioned in my head. And oh, yeah. whether it's, you know, hitting those pauses or, you know, uh, uh, doing any kind of physical like gestures or whatever, it all goes out the window because I, I, I get so focused on what I'm trying to say. And then my brain just goes, no, nah, fuck it. We're going to say this. And then that's just going to add more words that are not even funny. And you're yep. just adding fluff at this point and you're just feeling yep. blanks. And then next thing you know, the light comes up like, fuck. I haven't really said any, anything. Yeah, and yep. it's it's frustrating, well, yeah, but it's part again. It's all part of the part of the process. I, yeah, I, I'm not uh, mad at it. Uh, that where it gets me to is like where I'll uh, I'll be working on something right, and I'll get a laugh on the point I want right, and then after that, I forget the tags, I forget what's coming next, and I'm like, because I'm so happy that one joke worked, <laughs> you know. You're and on cloud nine right now. You're like, no, exactly, and I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, but that can't be the end of the joke. It doesn't have a closing. It doesn't make sense. You know, like, oh, I got to keep going. And then I'm just like, ah, I might be gay. What? <laughs> you <know>? like, <laughs> but you know what? That, that's, that's what the spontaneity of it, I think, is what makes it funny. You know, because when uh, um, I've seen comics, they kind of like stick to a script. Right. And to to where, I mean, to get to where it's flawless is a whole different level, right? Yeah, undeniably funny is still eight years away. You yeah, know? Ex- exactly. But but to to get to a point where you're you have a script, like you you know your you know your material, but you still let you allow yourself to be flexible with it in case shit happens, mm-hmm. right? And so when say you notice something in the crowd or you get a response for, from something you said. And that's not really what the, that's not what the punchline was, but you get a reaction out of it. You're trying to capitalize on that and kind of get the momentum going again. And, uh, but sometimes like, I know I, I get so caught up in what I want to say that I totally put like ignore what the, what the crowd is, is telling me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And uh, even last night when we were at the blind pig, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, like smiles were enough for me, you know? If I just realized I had people smiling, I was like, at that place, I was like, okay, then I, at least I'm like, I got them engaged and I got them watching me. Because the worst thing for me is when you see people like start to whisper and stuff and start talking amongst each other, then I'm like, oh, I just know they're picking me apart. You know, that's the worst feeling for me. Does it, does it really like hurt you or are you just like, oh, you know what? It's okay. It makes me, it well, makes you want to work harder, I guess. Yeah, you know, you you know what I heard the other day actually uh, on Andrew Schultz podcast. He was saying, uh, and and this is a hundred percent correct, man. When I go up there and I'm honest about who I am, mm-hmm. right? It hurts less than when I go up there and I lie to try to dance for the people. You know, 
Because when you lie and try to like uh, pander to the people almost, and then it still doesn't work, that crushes me even more. You know, because I literally tried to pander to you for the sake of the joke and you still didn't like it. And then like that hurts me more. Like I feel like I, I, I lied to myself and defeated myself almost. If I'm honest and people don't like it, whatever. I did my thing. I tried my best, you know? Right. But yeah, man, that 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 thing is that's worse than bombing. That's a super bomb. That's <laughs> that's that's Biden and Syria type of bomb, you know? It just kills me, man. That's that's eating a bag of dicks, like CK would say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You know, when I bomb in Oman, it's just like one dick. But when you lie, it's a whole goddamn bag. You know? <laughs> so what brought you to Austin then? Uh, so I actually grew up in Pflugerville. What? So, uh, yeah, I'm from San Diego. And we moved from San Diego when I was 12 to Pflugerville. And I grew up here. Then I moved back to San Diego when I was 20. So I was like, ah, fucking Pflugerville, dude. I got to get out of here. I hate this place, you know? That was shit in Pflugerville place. back then. <laughs> Dude, they, they didn't have the water park. They didn't have. They didn't have nothing, man. It was I remember. Cornfields. Oh, we used to party in the cornfields back in high school. <laughs> Our buddies, we would get trucks and put like a piece of plywood down and play beer pong from the top. It was ridiculous, you know. So yeah, man. Uh, and then you know, uh, pandemic hit. Uh, my family was pressuring me because my whole family's here. You know, yeah. they were like, "Move back, move back." You know, it's cheaper. Milk only costs two dollars instead of five you know, gas, all that jazziness. And then Joe Rogan came and I started thinking about it. And I was like, well, you know, like Rogan kind of brought the comedy store back and was like doing big things. And then once Elon Musk came, I was like, all right, that's where the future's at. I might as well go. Yeah, man. Yeah. So well, you're, I'm you're here. Still, I love it. You're still a, a, a California Brett, but. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck uh, you. <laughs> that's the thing though. Like we, uh, we grew up poor in California. You know, we weren't like uh, we weren't like the people living in the Hoya. Like we lived by the beach, but we were like in a in a ghetto little military town. You know, ghetto military town. Those are two words yeah, that yeah. mean together. Yeah, it's it's crazy, huh? Like uh, at one point in time, when my parents were growing up in Oceanside, California, uh-huh. it was the eighth most dangerous place in the world. In the world. And in, in the world. Hold on. In the world. Yeah. You yeah, have, you yeah, have North like, Korea, you have Syria. Exactly. You uh, have well, maybe, fucking, yeah. now, now that you bring up you North have the Korea, Gaza Strip. Like, that's number one. Maybe it's America. Maybe eighth in America. Is yeah, I would say America. I said, said oh, damn, you're right. That's a big place. Uh, you're <laughs> right, dude. Yeah, maybe in America then. Uh, but yeah, man, a lot of gangs, a lot of, lot of prostitution, big on drugs, you know, uh, dangerous, man. Then it started getting cleaned up. And the only reason we got out of California uh-huh. is because a lady gave my dad a house. Give your dad a house yeah. here? A house, like 10 minutes, 10 minutes away from the beach in California. Oh, that's why you went there. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so we are um, growing up there and stuff. This lady passed away. She was a hoarder. Whole house was just destroyed. Cat piss everywhere. Human feces on the ground. Uh, uh, broken Barbie dolls. Just like, it's like a horror movie. Like the like the Texas Massacre house. That's what it looked like, right? My uh-huh. parents uh, fixed it up, put a bunch of money into it. They sold their first house, put a bunch of money into it, uh, sold it for like almost $800,000, moved to Texas and lived like kings, you know? So that's the only reason we really got out, I think. <laughs> How do you give a house? Yeah, she didn't have like, she didn't have any siblings. And my dad grew up next to her and was just, you know, they say nice guys finish last. No, that's a lie. 
because uh, he was just nice to her, motor bond for free, and she didn't have anyone to give it to. And just was like, we're going to give it to Brian McDuffie. I mean, you or your dad? Yeah, my dad's name was Brian McDuffie, too. Oh, okay. That, that was confusing. Yeah. She gave it to. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was actually supposed to be a girl. Yeah, truly. The doctor told my parents I was going to be a girl. As a prank? No, seriously. They bought everything in pink. They, they <laughs> I was going to be, I was going to be Candace McDuffie. You know, we were just talking about this today. Candace McDuffie, you know, then I came out and they're like, it's a boy. And my mom was like, uh, no, what, what do you mean? It's a boy. And I was like, it's a boy. My dad started crying. He was like, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Do you have older siblings? Yeah. Uh, no, I have younger siblings. Four oh, so you're them. the first. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're the first and you're supposed to be a girl. Yeah. <laughs> did, did they, did they do the whole like gender reveal and everything? And it was, a girl, uh, it was a girl at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they did a gender reveal. I think the doctor just told him like, Oh, you're going to have a beautiful baby girl, you know? <laughs> and that, that's that. why that, yeah, they didn't even know what to call me like that. They were like, what do we call it? You know? And my Brian. grandmother was okay. like, what's your name? Yeah. yeah Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My grandmother was like, well, Brian's a good name. And I was like, yeah, that's my dad's name. Grandma, you picked it. That's why you like it. So they went with Brian McDuffie. That's how I named my son too. I'll say my, I named my son back. Yeah. Yeah. Is he a junior? No, we don't do juniors in Africa. See, we, yeah. My dad didn't do junior do either. He thought, no. he, yeah, he thought it was weak, you know, but, but, but you know what? It, it's, it, he has a middle name. I don't. And so, Oh, when, damn. Yeah, when we when we because I mean you know, mom is white and everything, so it wouldn't be fair to just you know he has my last name, but like yeah. you have to have a good a good name to follow a name like my full name is Bakery, so it's 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 tough to like Bakery and then what Bakery Michael Bakery Jason Bakery that one like it has to it has to be it has to like flow, so that yeah, that, was a, like, that was a big ba- ordeal. Bakery Michael. Bakery Michael does flow. That's not bad. Uh, no, see, that's he. That's the thing. I didn't want to give like a. I'm sorry, but Brian is a white white ass name. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, you have I'm a bit sorry. about I it. Agree. Like, yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like if at all, any of those, like uh, I know tons. Like any, if I look at my my contacts in my phone, and there's more than three of a name, no way. So I got a bunch of yeah. Brian's. I got a bunch of Jasons. I got tons of Michaels. I got Stevens yeah. out the ass. I don't, yeah. I, I have a bunch of those. So I'm like, no, it's gotta be, it's gotta be cool. It can't be yeah. one of those. I 100% agree. I 100% agree. Chris. Like, fuck a Chris. Something that, yeah. Something that like sticks in your mind when you meet a person, you know, that's why I'm jealous of like back, you know, that's a name that you can't forget, you know? Yeah. Like, when you told me your name, I was like, cool. That's, that's back. You know, I got that. I'll never forget <laughs> that ever. You know, Brian, people are like, Hey, I'm Brian. Then like two minutes later, they're like, Hey, uh, Brad, right? And I'm like, God exactly. damn it. No, not Brad, dog. <laughs> you know, it upsets me. I'm telling you. It does. Hey, uh, Tyler, come here. <laughs> exactly. You're just like, oh, typical whitey name, dude. You know, I hate it. Hey, you could have changed it or added it. Uh, you know I understand why people got go by their middle name sometimes because it's like my the first name sucks because now my son's middle name is Jaden. Oh, I think name. that. I think Bakery is way cooler than Jaden. That's why it's first. Oh, it is, though. Yeah. But he'll get to pick when he's older. But, like, I was like, yeah, it can't be one of those forgettable um, 
forgettable names. Actually, I did the experiment. And that's what I was trying to do last night uh, at the Bind thing when I asked this dude, uh, hey, pull up Facebook and type in back. I'm the only back on Facebook. Oh, yeah. I bet. And so. And it's B-I-K. Yes. Yeah. But people still fuck it up all the time. They say, call me Bach and shit. But, you know. Oh, I've done that before. I oh, know. yeah, you have. Everybody has. Yeah. You're not yeah. special. <laughs> Especially, yeah. Because I, well, I was trying, too. I was like, don't butcher his name. You know, it's B-A-K. You know, it's you know he's from Africa. It's it's Bach. Hey, what's up, Bach? And you're like, you mean back? And I was like, damn it. I even tried, dude. <laughs> I even tried, you know? I, I, it's, it's all right. You know what? I, I, I'm out of poor. I've been in this country almost 23 years. I, I've heard them all, so I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I, it, it doesn't phase me anymore. But actually, after if I see you a bunch of times and you still don't get it, then yes, yeah. I'll, I'll I will say, come on now. It's, it's that's when you're uh, like, hey, it's three stu- letters. Stu- yeah. Hey, stupid person. Let me tell you, yeah, it's three <laughs> letters. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Guess what my middle name is? It's even wider. Oh, Charles. Oh my bad! Oh my, bad, my, my God! Bad. Really? Oh, that's why I'm like I can't do it. I can't do it. Brian Charles, God damn! Yeah, exactly. You I are cursed, like, well, my friend. Yeah, I sound like <laughs> royalty without a castle. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, god shit. awful, man. Yeah, yeah. God, you sound like you sound like a, a, a character from Ducktales at this point. <laughs> Brian Charles McDuffie. <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Then you like you see me actually, and you're like. Yeah, you don't, you don't look, look it. Like a, you don't, don't look like a Brian Charles. And I'm like, well, you know, you don't get to choose at first. I don't know. Go BC or Chuck or something. Yeah, dude. I thought about doing the stage name uh, 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 like Charlie Mack, but I think, or like Charles Mack, you know, but it sounds yeah. too much like Bernie Mack. Like, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Brian McD. Yeah, I thought about also doing just my last name, just Mac Duffy, because that's like what people reference to me now. That's like how they know me. Like, oh yeah, you know Mac Duffy, you know. I just thought about just Mac Duffy, but I'm like, I don't know, dude. Year two, you know, we'll find all that out later. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. But I look, I, I I have to admit, McDuffie was hilarious. Yeah, but I got her last night. I got her last <laughs> yeah, night. I know, I know you did, but I I, I, I laughed when she said it. <laughs> I can help myself. I, and you know what? If, if uh, uh, we're talking about just you know being mean to each other, I hope it sticks. I don't I'm fucking. I know, but that's the point, <laughs> bro. It's like that's like one of the reasons I do comedy. This is like seventh grade all over again, getting bullied for my last name and getting my titties flipped. You know, <laughs> I'm like God. I thought I moved past this. You know, no. God, it's like it's like the back of the school bus all over again, dude. Hey, hey that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, man. I yeah, mean, it's a. Yeah. Uh, you're basically hanging around shit talkers, like 24 yeah, seven shit talkers. So that's what you get. You got to grow thick skin. Yeah. Know? That's what I imagined too. I was like, man, imagine if I hung out with Patrice O'Neal and someone called me Brian McDuffie, he would, he, he would just roast me, you know, he, he would, would call you me. that for the rest yeah. of his life. For the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah. McDuffie, yeah, come here. <laughs> truly. Shut up, McDuffie. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I know I would like. Uh, that's how you know. I feel like that's how I know I'd start getting funnier when when he started calling me Mac Duffy. You know, that's when I'd be like, "All right, now I'm doing something." You know, yeah. hell yeah, yeah. Do you uh, like? Do you follow? I know, like the, the stuff you talk about is uh, you know, like personal shit. You're talking about how you hate being yeah. white, yeah, which is fair. You should. 
I don't. I don't, I don't know. I've been, I've been refined to that. I don't hate being white, but yeah, white people do bug me. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, it, I think it, everyone, everyone just kind of bugs me now. You know. <laughs> no, I mean it, 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 it's it's one of those like I get the you know the self deprecating humor because cause here's the thing when when it comes to um talking about current events and 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 jokes uh whether you're talking about you're talking about Trump still you're talking about Biden you're like okay how many how many of those can you really do that nobody's done before exactly right but if you just if it's just you Nobody else can tell your story. Nobody else can tell your experiences exactly. and whatever, whatever. Nobody can be as funny as you are. Exactly. You know? But if you're going to talk about Kofefe and whatever Trump did, you're just basically telling the news in a funny yep. way. And it's like, eh. But do you, do you try to incorporate some of the stuff that's happening in your material? Or is it just straight like, this is my life? Yeah. Uh, there's some things I try to stay away from, like uh, – I think we get enough of politics, you know? Thank you. And I, I try to stay away from politics. Like, dude, it's like all people talk about now. Like, let's make politics boring again. You I know? was hoping so with Biden. That's, that's yeah, man, exactly. Exhausted, exhausted. Exactly. He was. I agree, man. And, uh, you know, so I don't know. Like, politics, I try to make little jabs, but it's also like everyone, it's the first thing they go to, you know? That and c- cancel culture now. Oh, and cancel culture. I mean, even George Carlin was talking about, uh, uh, like, people try to hold you down from saying words. You know, they want you to talk a certain way. So I do like to attack that a little bit. I think it's crazy that we can't say certain things. Even, my, even though I'm like, bro, this is America. You know, what are we, what are we arguing about right now? Words? That, that, that's how bad we think it is? We're arguing about words? Like, come on, let's get over it, you know? I, it's, well, the N-word is worth Fighting for, not oh, yeah, fighting for, yeah, but I, defending. Oh yeah, I uh, yeah, I actually I'm working on a bit right now about that, you know. But I'm never gonna say it, dude. That's a it cuts, you know. It's a it's a it, it, it does. It's one of those. It, it, I hate I hate I can't stand when people use it in a derogatory way, you know, to remind someone of where their ancestors come from. Like you're trying to hurt that person. You think you're better than them. You're not better than them, you know. I hate I can't stand when people use that to hurt someone. Did, did you did you hear my set last night? No, I, uh, I that tornado was coming, so I got scared and left. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Well, I, I left right in between the the like when it started pouring and shit. But anyway, yeah. I had this joke. I, I did that uh, a couple of years ago. That was that was actually my uh, FPIA set from 2019. And uh-huh. so I brought it back. I hadn't touched it in a while, and I'm like, I'm just gonna like you know change it a little, a little bit. And it has to do with my last name because my last name is Zumanigi. And this is a true story. At roll call in college, the professor called me Zuma nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he struggled with it too. He paused. He paused. Yeah, was, yeah. I was at the end of the list, roll call, and he goes, uh, bakery, Zuma nigga. <laughs> that, was, that was the joke. That was the joke I did last night. And uh, I was like, hey, you know what? I wasn't even mad because I hadn't heard that version of my last name before. Yeah. And it was an African studies class. Yeah, I mean, okay, okay. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> he wanted to be one of us so bad that it was yeah, like, yo, dude, yeah. nigga. Yeah, yeah, and he's a white dude. <laughs> I teach in the African studies class. That's just funny in itself, you know. Of course, is a white dude. Yeah. You, you, you see these yeah. guys. <laughs> Seriously, I like that we could. 
he couldn't just uh he couldn't just ask you like no is there a is there a, a bakery in here uh how do you say your last name you know instead he was like i'm just gonna try it i'm just oh, gonna do it just call me back that's all i said yeah <laughs> <laughs> call me back shut up and call right, me back uh, that's hilarious man <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so that, that, that's that, that's how I, I changed it up last night. Uh, it did okay, I guess, for whoever was paying attention. But uh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna work some more. But yeah, I I, I do think that name names are are, are fascinating because there's a lot of comics, even professional comics to this day, who who have the this bits about okay, this is how people fuck up my my name, whatever it is. Like Greg Barron had yeah. one a while back. Um, I'm trying to think who else. That's the one that really sticks out to me, but. Uh, it's got, I mean, of course it depends on the name, but it's one of those, Hey, let me introduce you to, let me introduce myself. And then this is some of the shit that I go through, which nobody else can tell, you know, exactly. do my nigga. You can't make that shit up. You can't make that up. You know, either that or you're, you're the, one of the most clever people in the world, you know, eh, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Coming from me is not a big compliment, though, because I'm not clever. That's why I'm an emotional comedian, you know? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. How so? Dude, I'm telling you, because it bugs me so much, man. I watch all these other people that uh, do the good setup and punchlines, and it bugs me because I'm not good at it. And I don't think I'm clever enough for it, if that makes sense. I think I burn too many brain cells or something. I don't know what it is. Do you do you write a whole lot? And Yeah. Yeah, but mainly just how I'm feeling, you know? I try to write every day for at least five minutes. Mm-hmm. I write how I'm feeling, you know? And then in that, I try to find something that's funny, you know? But usually it's it's usually not. It's usually just like I read this back, and I'm like, God, why am I so angry, you know? I'm always angry. I don't know why. That's interesting because I, I, I would think that if, if – uh... If you write about what how you're feeling, something actually makes you feel that way. Something that happened, you know, you're you got in a fight with your younger brother or whatever, or yeah. you know, you you went out to a restaurant and then the the waitress was a bitch. Something, right? Yeah. And as soon as you feel that way, you're like, okay, let me write it down. But the 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 is are you trying to get to the funny in terms of how you feel or in terms of what actually happened? Yeah, no, uh, I'm just going with what I feel right now, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, like, uh, so, dude, I got giant ears. I don't know if you can see those very well. Uh, yeah. I hear I hear a lot. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I hear a lot. And there's just some things that I hear coming out of people's mouth that, like, frustrates me, you know? Like, give me an and example. I, but, uh, dude, like, we were, we were at a, a mic one night, right? And there was a dude with his friend there, right? And we're all sitting in a circle. Right. We're all shooting the stuff, you know, and this dude's on the outside of the circle with his friend. Uh-huh. Right. And I just overheard. And this guy's a comic telling his friend that's not a comic. I overheard him telling his friend, like, yeah, those people in that circle are just fake as fuck, you know. And I just I, I and that's what I'm saying. I'm too much of a pussy to say anything. But I just kind of glanced over like, like, who are you? You know, who do you think you are where you're like the realest motherfucker in the scene, bro? We're sitting here before an, an open mic just shooting the shit, trying uh-huh. to be funny and finding stuff. And stuff like that just gets under my skin. Like, if you're going to say something like that, say it to people's faces. Did you, you know? go up to them? No, that's what I'm saying. No, I didn't. I just went home and wrote about it and put my emotions on the paper. I don't like, I don't want to start conflict with people. 
Okay, that's you know? good. At least that's good. That's why. Yeah, that's why I've been doing this, trying to do this whole bit about uh, like being this big. I kind of feel like Spider Man. With great power comes great responsibility because I could just yeah, knock someone out at any moment, uh-huh. you know. And I'm like, but I'm not a fighter, dude. We're comics. We're supposed to fight with our brains. That's why I'm like, dude, just reserve yourself. There's no point in being physical. This is one of your favorite mics. Don't don't shy away from it. Just for what? For pride? And right. it's not worth it. I I I, I get it. I, I was like, and it's even more true when you um when you when you're hanging out with non-comics because they don't get it they don't get it i, I was uh actually it, this was so, sunday night sunday night um i went to that showcase at um russian house uh-huh. and after the show it was uh uh andre or dre and um and gabe we we're just sitting outside we we're talking about the vaccine we we're just shooting the shit and then we walked over to a bar uh, just to, just for one drink, nothing crazy. And I run into the, the this dude I know, this black guy I know, and he's one of those guys that like he's very uh, he's peaceful, but he can be intense. And he was drunk when we showed up, so he saw yeah. me and was like, "Yo, back, what's up? I'll see you in a minute." Blah blah blah. Let me get you a drink. I'm like, "All right, cool, cool." But I like I know you're drunk right now, yeah. and so. Uh, Gabe, Dre, and I go to the patio. As soon as we sit down, he comes up and he and he starts to talk to us. Like, hey, you know, what's up? What's your name? What are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I, I support black people. He's, he's very, like, militant like that. And he goes, yeah, I support black folks. You know, I love black everything. I support black everything. And Dre, without missing a beat, goes, even black rapists? <laughs> and and, and Gabe, yeah but Gabe, i i started i laughed i was like dude that's funny he didn't think that was funny at all yeah and he started getting to dre's face like really you're talking about fucking kids like what's funny about i'm like look man calm down it was the yeah. joke you just didn't get it okay yeah. he's a comedian this is what we do just leave us alone yeah. he's like no this motherfucker's talking about fucking kids like i don't i don't fuck with that i don't fuck you and then he started getting to dre's face yeah and i'm yeah. like Yes, like they were about to fight kind of deal. And I was telling I was telling Dre, like, look, I mean Dre Dre was cool about it, but yeah, uh they went back to the bar and I held him I, I held my boy back. I was like, look, man, calm the fuck down. Okay. You're drunk. These these guys are comedians. There was a joke. You didn't get it. Just yeah. let it go. He was like, No, you can't, you can't you, are, you, are you supporting black rapists? You can't joke about that shit. And he was he was getting to my face too. And I've yeah. known the guy for a year. I, mean, I can't say I know him, know him, but whatever. But I'm like this, this. This is this is what happens when you're hanging around with people who don't just don't get it. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, and it's like a matter of like, yo, shit happens. You know, shit that we don't control, right? That doesn't mean you can't joke about it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, like no one is controlling. Like, trust me, we wish the world was perfect. We wish bad things didn't happen to good people, you know, but they do. And that's where we come in. We shine a light on these things and actually talk about them. And another thing is, yo, Andre is black. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he, like, actually, he actually tried to explain to him. It was like, you said you like black everything. And I said, yeah. even black rapists. And you just, you just don't, I'm saying you yeah. don't support, except you should have said, except black rapists. But no, yeah, we just kept yeah, going like, what are you talking about fucking yeah. kids? 
Yeah, exactly. That 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 guy doesn't know how to make jokes, and that's why Andre just picked him apart. You know what I'm saying? It was it was funny. I think it was funny. I, I saw um, I was at the that show at Vulcan on is it Thursday or Friday? Uh, anyway, uh, it, oh yeah, it was a secret show, and uh, I mean lineup was crazy. Fucking Ron White showed up. Steve Byrne was here. Uh, oh yeah, Brian Holtzman, uh, Joe Rogan, and then. Tony went up. Yeah. Tony went last and he did this whole thing about the China virus. And this, this Chinese guy walks up to the front of the stage, like he's about to fight Tony. And same thing. The guy didn't get it. And like, you don't Tony's like, you don't understand that this is a fucking comedy show. Yeah. And that you chose to be here. And the guy started just talking shit to Tony. And then his girl walks up and does the same thing. And they got kicked out. And I'm like, it's it's not for everybody. No, it's, it's really, really not. not for for anybody. It's yeah, just, even uh, yeah. I was telling something my mom today. I was telling her about the uh, the Joyce joke when she was calling me Brian McDoofy, uh-huh. and she literally shook her head and was like, oh, "You sure you want to do comedy? You sure you're a comedian? <laughs> yeah, man, you, you, it seems like you got to get better." And I was like, "Yeah, but like, you don't get it. You know, that's what we do. We're like the we're." We're the activists for free speech, you know. Yeah, we're the ones that we're, we're the ones that like Louis C.K. said it best. You know, uh, saying you can't joke is joke about something is saying like there's a disease you can't cure. You're, yeah. you're not even going to try. You're not going to try it. And I will. I will quote uh, Patrice O'Neill when he said, uh, "A good joke and a bad joke come from the same place." And you can't knock the attempt to be funny. You can't knock mm-hmm. that. I mean, I've I've heard tons of people trying to be funny, and I'm like, sorry, it's not funny to me. It's not. I mean, by yeah. all means, like, don't. I, I'm glad you tried, right? But if it doesn't land, don't get mad at me. Yeah, and it's the yeah. same with get the audience. At, get mad at yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's it's just in any audience. Like if you're if if you think you have the best punchline ever and it doesn't work, that's on you. Yeah, and also like with those audience members that get up and like get, like the Asian people like come up to the front of the stage and like, yo, you're not funny, da da da. Just get up and leave. You know, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna change anyone's perspective on how they feel about things. This is America, son. You can just get up and walk out. No. The comedians don't ruin the show for everybody else. I can't stand hecklers, man. I I, I really don't. White girl hecklers. Because that's usually what. It, let's just be honest. Oh, 100%. Let's be you can't honest. Say that. Oh, there was there was a girl last night. Did you see her? Uh, yeah. Where blind pig? A, a blind pig. No, I didn't see her. The one, oh, that, the drunk one, the drunk, the drunk one. one. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I went up to her actually, right, and I said, "Hey, hey, do you do comedy?" And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yo, you should go sign up. Go sign up because you go see how hard this shit is." You're making it harder for everyone else. Her friend was like, why are you so aggressive? And I was like, whatever. I'm going to get pizza. Get out of my face, dude. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she did uh, I forgot who she was uh, Who she was heckling that was up. But anyway, she she was just like in the front row. No, she sat on the, she sat on the stairs. Right yeah, up front. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, she sat right on the stairs. And I'm like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Like, and, and then yeah. the dude with the guitar went up and she started doing interpretive dancing to his... Was, sing, I was that. singing. I'm like, no, 
Like who, yeah. what gives you, what, and what, what's going on in your head that you think that this is appropriate? She's an attention whore. That's what it is. That's what it is. She's trying to, she's jealous of the people I, on stage getting attention and she wanted people to look at her. That's why I said, you think you're a comic, go up there, go see how hard it is. Why don't you try it? Mm-hmm. You know, let like go give it a chance. If you want the light to shine on you, this is the perfect game for you. This is what we do. Exactly. You know, go up there, go up there and be vulnerable. Try it out. And, 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 and I'd love, I feel no, I don't feel bad when they get roasted by oh, the no. comedian. My, oh, well, yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. Like, I'm like, oh, you yeah. deserve this shit. Yeah. That's why you say you don't like hecklers. I love them. I love them because it opens, it opens the floodgates of now I get to say whatever I want to you. And you can't get mad, you know, even though I know you're going to get mad, I'm going to look you in your eyes and see what really makes your heart twitch. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try to exploit that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I go, I, I go for I, anything I can. Dude, I, I, I haven't had, I had actually, I had a heckler one time at the Romo room. It wasn't a, it was, it was a heckler in the sense that he interrupted me, but it wasn't to where I had to go and dig. It. I, th- I think as an audience member, it's the worst shit. That as an odd, I, I fucking hate it, and and I always choose carefully who I'm bringing to a show, because if it's one of those people that's just going to be talking the whole time or just putting their phones up, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, yeah. if if you want to support the guy, go like buy tickets to the show, share his shit on social media, but just saying, look, I was here, blah blah blah. Nobody gives a shit. Just enjoy yeah. the show. That's it. It's, yeah. it's really, but it, it it seems like it's the only art form that gives you, that allows you, quote unquote, to actually just, hey, you, I'm gonna fuck with you, and you're at work right now, but I'm gonna fuck with you. Yeah, I've heard so yeah, many comics also- say, "How would you feel if I came to your work and slapped dicks out of your mouth?" I've heard that so many times. <laughs> uh, I'm over here sucking a bag of dicks, and they're like, "Yeah, we think we can help. We're gonna make it better. You're not making it better." You're just adding dicks. That's it. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, bad it is. Yeah. So, well, go ahead. It's because, yo, know, I think it's because uh, most of the people in the world, most of the people that I've met in America think they're funny. You know, you get a lot, you get the bartender who thinks he's funny. You get the salesperson who thinks he's funny. You know, like 95% of the world think they're funny. Right. But yeah. most of them have the fright to get on the stage. None of them are have the balls to get on the stage, you know, <laughs> and we're trying to be that 96 to 100 percent of funny people. Right. You know, we're not trying to be those regular 95 percenters. We're trying to be 96 to 100. And that's what they don't really understand. You know, I, I know this guy who's funny online. Like if you follow him on Twitter and I've known him for years, yeah. he's here in Austin. I've known him for years, but he's funny on Twitter. You meet him in person, he's a fucking dud. Yeah. Like, no charisma whatsoever. Yeah, because he can think about it. He can sit there and think about what he's going to say. Yeah. You know? But I think that's most people now. Yeah, That's exactly. most people. Like, if, if you look at YouTube comments or you look at Twitter or you look at social, uh, Instagram or wherever you yeah. see there's comments, look on IGN of all places or Reddit. It's just like people just trying to out-funny each other. And yeah. that's how, and it, it it turns into like it's a it's like a consp- compulsive game. Like I want the wittiest tweet because who knows my tweet could go viral. You know if it yeah. gets picked up by Mashable.com when it said this happened and Twitter is not happy with it, and then your tweet gets 
featured out of the five they post in that article, then you've made it somehow. I don't know what yeah, that gets some love. Yeah. Come on. It, it, it just doesn't. It, oh, it, uh, yeah, it bugs me, man. These people that just sit in their house on Twitter and just watch the news and just live for trashing people. They have no lives. That's why all their, all their comments are always angry, trying to hurt people, trying to meet two people because they have no lives. They stay inside and they just try to hurt people instead of going outside and living life. You know, there's more, there's more than like just sitting on the internet. That's not reality. Go live, go find love, go, go experience things through through your own eyes, you know, have experiences. That's what life is about is having that human experience. Not about sitting there telling people how they're wrong and how they're right. It bugs me. Dude, I had a, I tweeted this thing. Um, was it? Yeah, about back Friday, uh, last Friday. It was uh, somebody got in trouble again over like past tweets from years ago, whatever. And I just tweeted, I want to meet people. I want to meet somebody who has the time to go through years and years of tweets and find the one that's going to like, that's not appropriate anymore and say, yeah. you've never said anything stupid in your life. Yeah, never. Yeah. I just I just tweeted that and this guy replied and said, Yeah, that's you absolutely absolutely right. And then he messaged me and he said, uh, hey, do you wanna record a podcast right now? <laughs> and he sent me his phone number and we talked for an hour about life and racism and all of that, just from that. And and this the the, the reason why I bring this up is because um it was random. It was totally random. I don't know the guy. I never met him or anything. I didn't even know. He, I didn't even know he followed me. Like I rarely post anything on Twitter. But he saw what yeah. I posted, and it was like, "Dude, you're so important. Uh, let, let's talk about that and 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 kind of have a broader conversation about like what life is like these days." Yeah, you know, and uh, it turned into an hour long podcast about the the purpose of life. Yeah, and it, 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 See, and it came but- down to exactly what you were saying. See, but also at the same time, I think that's what social media was made for. Yes. Right? Yep. It's to connect people that you never ever thought you would ever connect with. Yep. You know, totally agree. and now it's now it's turned into this monster, you know, of of people have finally found these groups that they connect in, but it's over hate, not love. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like you just bring all this hate together and it's just a, a snowball effect of let's destroy people. Now we got a little bit of power. You know, and dude, it's, uh, it just bugs me, man. Dude, there was a, I mean, I, I grew up, I mean, you were born with the internet. Yeah. Uh, growing up in the in the 80s and 90s, when the internet came out, the, the promise was, oh, you, this is awesome because we'll be able to connect with people from across the world, right? Yeah. You know, there's an information highway, it's called the World Wide Web, and, you know, it's using your phone line, it's so great, and then... And, and, it has all this information. I'm like, this is dope. This is dope. And then fast forward to, you know, whenever social media started coming up. And now it's just the more divisive thing ever. But information is still out there. That's what's fucked up. And you know what scares, what scares me the most is that when you see what can be done now with technology, like all these deep fake shit. Did you see that video of that guy who looked like Tom Cruise? No, I didn't. Holy fuck. Okay, so there's this guy who did um 
a video, did a deep, it's basically, he, he had his computer, um, uh, he fed his computer like thousands and thousands of images of Tom Cruise, right? Images and videos from all of his movies, different angles, everything. And he was able to like, um, calibrate his face, calibrate his face with it, and yeah. and he acts out like Tom Cruise. What do you turn your video off? What happened? What happened? You did. Damn. One sec. <laughs> there you there go. we go. Sorry about that. No, all good. And so, so now we have the technology. And this is some random guy in Pittsburgh or some shit like that. And now yeah. we have the technology to make someone say anything. And, yeah, and that scares well, the shit like- out of me. Yeah, yeah, me too. That terrifies me, man. It's like my parents always told me, uh, uh, don't believe everything you see on the internet, right? Yep. Or, or, or don't, don't, believe, don't believe everything you hear. Like, believe with what you see, you know? And now that is completely changing because now you don't even know what's real anymore, especially with all this fake news that was piled on the last four years. Um, already our news just gives, like, a, opinionated stuff. Right? Oh, is this the video? Yeah, where's this shit? That is not Tom Cruise. No. No. Oh, it's close though. If that doesn't freak you out. Wow. Dude, it's wow. That's where that's where we are now. That is wow. where we are. And that is not Tom Cruise. It's some dude who I like has, that. He even gave him that real close up shot of him yep. to like let you see that's Tom Cruise. That's crazy, man. This and he does the, the laugh and the smile and dude, that's all, crazy, all, man. All the little mimics and things, oh. he had them all. And then this, but this is not real. There's literally a site right now called this person does not exist.com or some shit like that. And you can yeah. refresh the, the website and it shows you different faces, but those people don't exist. It's all computer generated. Yeah. And everything now is caught on video. You know, you can't get away with nothing anymore. Everything, someone always has their video out on you. If it if it don't catch it on video, it did not happen. That's that's pretty yeah, much the exactly. world we live in. It did not happen exactly. If, if, but now, like with that, you don't know even what's real anymore. You know. Well, uh, apparently, with this shit, yeah. I mean, look if 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 uh, if what happened to George Ford was not caught on video, it would just would have been another. It would have been swept under the rug. Yeah, 100%. exactly. I agree. I and, agree, but, man. So it has. It, I, I I do think if you look at the internet overall and how actually how people interact with it i think it's the majority uh, i'll say the majority is for bad shit mm, i agree and i think that's not like i said that's not what we were sold back in the 90s like oh yeah you can connect with people like yeah connect yeah. with them and then fucking yeah. look and you can play for escape look how cool this is yeah yeah this is where we at. i mean it, it it's it's interesting how like when even an everyday conversation turned to hey have you seen this video yeah that that's really like if you talk to somebody long enough you'd be like oh have you seen this video oh no this is viral have you seen this one have you oh, seen that god or tiktok man i'm oh, not fuck. gonna lie uh, no no i'm not doing I, that shit i can't stand it man you're a millennial. You should be all over this shit, man. I can't, bro. Trust me, dude. I want to be famous. I've tried it. <laughs> but I, be funny I first. Be funny first. Do it, dude. Yeah, dude. Even that, bro. I can't do TikTok, man. I can't. Even just scrolling through it. You know what I'm saying? Even just yeah. scrolling through it. It's all so hacky and so cliched, you know, that I'm just like, either people are doing stupid shit that's going to hurt themselves or they shouldn't, 
right? Or people are dancing or people are just doing hacky, trying to be stupid funny. And it just, dude, I've tried to go on it before. I can't even watch it. I'm like, you people are annoying, you know? <laughs> like, you have, you can have no talent and become a TikToker. Yeah. No talent. You, and, and guess what? From that, jump into comedy. Yeah, truly, man. Well, that's the thing, dude. You know, like, uh, once again, Patrice said it, man. You get, like, five rides on this uh, entertainment roller coaster, uh-huh. you know? And if you if you don't really put the work in, when you get your chance to go on a ride up the roller coaster, right, it, you're going to go down hard and you're not going to get another chance to shine. So it's about putting the work in. So when you get an opportunity, you seize the opportunity because mm-hmm. once you start rolling in comedy, you start rolling. You know, it picks up and you and, and you got to be ready for it. You know, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely. Right. Yeah. So are, are you. um how many mics are you hitting up a week now? Are you keeping count? Uh, no, I just try to do all of them. You're not working, are right? you? No, not right now. No. Oh, the, the joys of being 27. Oh, uh, dude. So, like, <laughs> last night, I I was going to do four, but the one down south got canceled, so I hit three last night. Uh, dude, tonight, honestly, I seen on the Romo room that they're, they're you know how they're doing the uh, girl-only mic? Yeah. Well, there's only, like, four people signed up. And it's seven minutes set, so I think I'm gonna cruise over there and just be like, I, I'll I tuck my dick in. I was, I'll talk- yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was supposed to be born a girl. I feel like I'm allowed to pass. You know, I am Candace McDuffie. I'm Candace McDuffie. Dude, I dare, please sign up yeah. as Candace McDuffie. That, that, well, that's my plan. I'm just gonna go there and be like, uh, "There's four of y'all. Can I just get on, please? You know, seven minutes. That's like basically two mics right there. No shit. Just in one. Yeah, no man. Shit. But shout so, out to the Romo room, man. They've been, they've been. Oh, it's my favorite. Killing. It's my favorite. It, it is. It is. I consider it my home, my my oh, home room. Seriously, it's the it's the closest thing to comedy clubs since I've been in since a quarantine. Yeah, you know? definitely. So shout out to Rob. People, and, people can actually hear what you say. Yeah, you know, we're not we're not outside with these tall ceilings having to yell at people. You know, to grab attention in the Romo room, it's intimate, dude. I was sitting in there one day, right? I hit someone's pen one time. And I was just sitting in there looking around like, dude, we are spoiled. We got a personal bartender back here, yeah. you know, Shout out to sitting Scott. here doing comedy. Yeah, man. I, I love that place. I think it's the best thing we have. They just had know. April Macy. She killed it. Like they're bringing in killers right now. I got my tickets to catch this Godfrey motherfucker again. Oh, yeah. Godfrey's hilarious. Man. I, I'm going to look. <laughs> and I, if, if you've listened to the show before, Godfrey and I go go way back and uh when he comes, oh, you know him? yeah, I know him personally. Yeah, he's been on the podcast. What? Yeah, and like uh, about four years ago, four or five years ago. Dang, yeah, 20, 2016. That's amazing. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we That's we've hung out. We've I, I've told plenty of stories of what God, what what I've done with Godfrey, and you know when we went to dinner. I remember I, I took him to uh, uh, he did my podcast and we went out to eat, and he had he had uh, he was headlining at Cab City. And we left the we left the restaurant, and he was like, "Yo, back! How long is it gonna take us to get there?" I go, I go like, "Yeah, ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it took us like, <laughs> one, and I, we're on our way there. It's like, look, how far is this place? I'm like, it's ten minutes, ten minutes, ten minutes. <laughs> we made it right when they called his name. Damn. Yeah, and and every night I I saw him three times that weekend, and every night was different. Oh yeah! Every night, I remember there was a 
in the front room at Cap City, there was a benefit for dogs, like raise money for dogs. Like we need more dogs. Or I know Austin is a yeah. dog city. Like people yeah. rather save dogs and save humans. That's how we are yeah. in Austin. Truly, but truly. He got on stage and trashed that fucking fundraiser. <laughs> For 10 minutes. For 10 minutes. I'm like, really? You're raising money for dogs? What about the dog that bit me when I was 10 years old? That motherfucker needed to die. <laughs> just went off and off. That's hilarious, dude. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and that's that's literally a professional comedian right there. Dude, you and know? the voices he does. He does so many. He does uh, He does a Cosby. I mean, he does them all. He does a Cosby. He does a uh, Steve Harvey uh, he does uh, uh, Richard Pryor, Mooney. He does them all. Seriously. He's like, oh, he w- God bless you. He did, he did a battle with uh, um, uh, Jay Farrell on Instagram. Uh, like uh, during the pandemic, they went, went head to head, like impression for impression. And that shit was fucking fascinating. So I, I'm glad he's coming back. Because when I, I talked to him, you know, his special went up on Netflix with uh, Tiffany uh-huh. Haddish. Like they're uh-huh. ready. And he told me, he was like, look, man, I'm on the billboard on Broadway. And like, I've been at this for like 20, almost 30 years. And it, I've never been on a billboard before. And he's like, this yeah. is a blessing and everything. I'm like, motherfucker, you're going to bring your ass to Austin. And yeah. he said, I don't know, Cap City's gone. Fuck Cap City. And because he had beef with the management at the time. But anyway, yeah, yeah. and I was like, no, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna come here. And the next thing you know, he's booked. So yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me ask you the big question. Uh-huh. You, know what I'm, you know what I'm asked? How to pronounce my last name? What? Nah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that's so that's so funny. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna try to open for him? I I don't think I'm I don't think I, I'm there, man. Uh, but you're a friend, dude. That's a uh, that's the important. No, nah, he part, won't. You know? Like, first of all, he hasn't seen any of my shit. Like, okay, like, I feel that. Last time I saw last time I saw him was last February, right before uh, COVID hit. I was in New York for my brother's wedding. And he had um, he had this bit that he built off of me. Like I'm, he he has a whole thing about languages, and we had this this uh, one night. I was in I was in New York, and we're in the back of the comedy cellar, and we're talking about how um, big of like he was saying it was a bigger Wu Tang fan than I that I am. I'm like motherfucker, no, you're not. We kept going back and forth like that. And I told you, man, I learned English listening to Wu-Tang Clan. You got nothing on oh, this. I don't shit. care. I don't care if you know Method Man personally. I don't care if you have a, a shirt with the G of Godfrey and the Wu-Tang. I don't give a shit. They taught me English. I can talk to you right now because of the, thanks to the Wu-Tang Clan. And, wow. And, and so he built this whole bit about languages. And I was in New York last February. And I called him up. I said, hey, man, I'm in town. I'm my, bro- my brother's getting married. I would have come down to the cellar. We went down there and then he did the bit that he had been, he had been working on this language bit for a year. And then he, on stage, he said, y- y'all know that bit I've been working on about languages. And I know this guy who learned English, this in the Wu-Tang Clan. There he is. And I was right there. And he pulled me on stage at the comedy cellar and asked me, hey, how did you learn? Tell everybody how you learned uh, English. I go, Wu-Tang. And he goes, that's the motherfucker I've been talking about for a year. And he put, I, 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 the fact alone that I stood, the fact alone that I stood on that stage at the comedy cellar was just unbelievable to me. Yeah, dude, I was mind blown. You said I was just sitting in the back of the comedy cellar, just chilling. You know, <laughs> you said that, and I was like, I'm jealous, dude. 
I can't. I want to do that so bad, dude. It, it was it was out of nowhere because he, um, I went to this party. I texted him before going to this like Afro Beats party. It was it's literally it was like four blocks away from uh from the cellar, and I I got out of the party around three in the morning. No, yeah, it was something like that. And I texted him. He goes, "Look, I'm I'm in the back of the cellar. You want to come through?" I'm like, "Don't you close right now?" Goes, yeah, we're just chilling. And then I went through the back door and I, I sat there. It was him. And then Michael Che showed up. And then I forgot who else showed up. We just sat there and talked about hip hop. And he was like, I'm a bigger Wu-Tang fan than you are. I'm like, motherfucker, no. <laughs> but I originally met him at Moon Tower. Moon, if Moon Tower comes back yeah. the way it was, that was the best. Like, if you want to meet comedians, like, that's, that's how I've, I met so many of them and got to talk to them one-on-one. Like, Mark, now I'm just dropping names now. That's how big of a fan I am. But because I'm a fan first before all this, all this shit. But, you know, being able, I, I remember I was launching my podcast and I sat down with Mark Marin and he gave me some advice. Like at the time, WTF was just about to pop off. And he gave me some advice on, and we shared a, a, a plate of jambalaya at the Stephen F. Austin bar. So if Moon Tower comes back the way that it was, uh, probably not this year, but probably the next year. Uh, well, I've seen I've seen posters so far that they said uh, I know Mark Norman's coming for it. Yeah, That's but they're just doing shows. So but the oh, way okay. the it's way not the full festival. Okay. Yeah, as a full festival, it's you're literally it's like a South by Southwest for comics. So they're all around you everywhere you go, and you go from one like there's a show at Antones. It's like literally ten people on the on the lineup, and then you walk over to Parish, uh, and then. You see some more, and there's the, the the goddamn comedy jam, and there's headliners at the Paramount. So you're basically walking around downtown, running around comics, and then at the end of every night, they all hang out at the bar. So you get to talk to them. That's how I met Godfrey. That's how I met Dan Soder. That's how I met uh, Mark Marin. That's how I met uh, fucking uh, Michael Che. And I'm and, and you just get to hang out. Kurt Metz, Kurt Metzger, like all those. I ended up at a at a diner with Kurt Mesker, Greg Warren, Dan Soder, Ari Shafir, uh, Joe DeRosa. I'm at the table like this. Just, holy yeah. fuck, I can't yeah. believe this shit. Not, I wouldn't even be saying anything. I'd just be listening. I, I, I did not say a word. I, I'd be I scared. Like, I gave him a ride. to even talk. Yeah. I, I gave him a ride there because they thought he could walk from downtown all the way to the to 24 Diner, which is about like yeah. seven blocks. And I'm like, no, come on, I'll give you all right. And then I yeah. end up at the table and I'm just sitting there just taking it in. Like yeah. so, hey, definitely you, go to Moon Tower. Do you remember the advice Marin told you? He was like, "Be be consistent, and don't worry so much about download numbers because it it takes time to build. But the key is be consistent. It's like anything. It's like yeah. you're you you have to um you have to keep doing it to get better at it, and especially if you you are trying to build material or just get better at talking." That's what's yeah, helped truly. me a lot is, is, you know, talking to people one-on-one or one-on-two or whatever has helped me like with my, my, with my speech a lot. I still, with everything, huh? I started yeah. a little bit cause I, I switched between French and English with my son, but it, it's really helped me like listen first, you know, before you talk. And, uh, yeah. it, it was like, yeah, that, that, that's where I'm at. That that's, that's the way you, cause I just started a podcast recently, right? Didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually doing two of them. 
I started one with my buddy Trent, who used to be a producer at uh, one of the radio stations up here called the Trent G and Mac D Show, mm-hmm. where you know we just kind of riff and have fun. Then yesterday, I did one with uh, Kyle Dowdy and uh, Jack Timmons. Kyle is both. funny as shit, by the way. Yeah, they're both very funny dudes, man. I know, bro. Kyle's yeah. been down in the dumps lately, and I've been telling him, like, dude, shut up. When we were in San Diego, you were running circles around me with your tight 10 minutes, all right? I was like, just relax, you know, have fun. We're supposed to be here. Remember, the Austin race hasn't even really started yet. Yeah. You know, the clubs haven't even opened yet. We're still in a pandemic. We're still just like, you know, getting comfortable, man. There's still there's still a wave of people that are gonna come to Austin. Yeah, you know, it's not even it has even wait till all five clubs are open. Then it's gonna be crazy. So be ready. Yeah, that's what, year, telling them. that's what I'm saying. I was like, just relax, bro. Like we're in the stage right now of it's 10,000 hours on the stage. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're that funny, if you're getting booked on these little bar shows, they're nice. Don't get me wrong, but we're not looking for that. I'm looking for longevity in my career. I'm trying to not, I'm trying to not have a regular job for the rest of my life. You know, Look, are you still yeah, young? exactly, man. Still young. Exactly, I'm, man. Yeah. I'm 57, man. I got to <laughs> I gotta do something. You're 57. I actually believe me. I like it. You're you're lying to me. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> Bro, for a whole minute, I was jealous. I said, "Black does not crack." I'm and, jealous. And, and you know what? I'm and I'm crow speed already. You know, <laughs> damn, damn. Yeah, I, I, look, with, with a name like Brian Charles McDuffie, you're not going to age well, I'll tell you that much. So you, yeah, better dude, get, I know. you better take care of yourself right now. No, dude, I'm not. After this, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, 30 is going to be brutal. 40 is going to be even more brutal. Oh, 50 yeah, is going to hit you in the face. And I'm 60 excited. is going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll tell you this. Uh, if I'm not famous by 40, I might kill myself, though, you know? So it don't even matter. No, but I, I'm, uh, I'm... Too dark, too dark, too dark. I'm joking, oh, I'm joking. That's fine. No, I, I just turned 39. But thanks okay. for that. I appreciate Still, the company. I wouldn't have guessed 39 either, man. I was going to guess like 32. So God bless, dude. I will take God it. God bless. I will yeah. take it. Yeah. Look, my, my dad looks at 70. He's he's looked 45 for 30 years. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> for you, man. We got good genes. 100% African over here. Ah, nah, that, that's the secret. That's the genes, huh? man. That's the genes. Good for y'all, man. Hey, yeah. Lotion. Lotion. Yeah. The secret yeah. is lotion. <laughs> yeah, like uh you know, like Bill Burr said, white people doesn't they don't know we don't we can't put it anywhere else besides our dick, you know. Look, <laughs> 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 dude, I got I got a little ash on my hands right here. You know, that's not good, dude. <laughs> nah, look, Jurgens is your friend. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I actually put lotion on the other day because I was itching. I was like, dude, I think I got dry skin. Dude. Put some lotion on. I was like, oh, I feel amazing, like a baby. It was great. I, I, It's a battle with my son trying to put, put lotion on him after his bath. And he's like, no, no, no cream. I don't want cream. I'm like, yeah. you're half white. Yeah. Okay. So you have to compensate for that. I know you have, you have 100% African blood running through your veins right now, but still. I'm gonna have to put some lotion on your ass, and you're gonna have oh, to wait, keep so, that shit going. He's half. So right. his mom is African too. No, his mom is white. Okay, from so, here. Yeah, yeah, from Arkansas. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, you haven't been Arkansas, paying attention to my jokes, have you? 
Arkansas, that's white, white. No, I do remember that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah Arkansas, that's white, white. Dude. That is, yeah. So then, in, in my joke, I said Arkansas is so white that I was the Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though. As as in, that's I'm funny. moving here. I'm moving here. I'm moving to the back to the room. I'm moving to the. Yeah. That was me moving around. That's yeah. that's what you're the, the only, only you were the only one marching. <laughs> Pretty much yeah. everywhere I went, I was as everybody's only black friend. Everywhere I went, oh, my black friend. Uh, my what up, token? <laughs> what up, token? I'm like, I was fucking token. You're like, my name is three letters, guys. Come on, come <laughs> on. Uh, anyway, all right, we, we're gonna wrap this up. What's your uh, what's your dope ooh. shit? Uh, my dope shit. Um, so last night I watched the Snyder Cut. Have you seen that yet? No, I'm, I'm not a big superhero movie type, and ooh, especially. Ooh. Okay, go ahead. Show your dope shake now, and I will I will break it down for you. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't seen it yet, like but second, I've seen the first one. Yeah, this is like the second making of the movie, right? Because the first one was just so god awful. This one, man, it was one of the best movies I ever seen. Uh, it was so good though because we drank a little shroom tea, uh-huh. you know. So we were in the zone for it, dude. It was it was crazy, man. It competed with the Avengers. It's a it's a f- uh, four hour movie. Oh, fuck six that. parts, four hour movie. We stayed awake for the whole thing. It just ran. It ran. If you haven't seen the Snyder Cut yet, HBO got a seven day free trial. Check that out because it's the dopest movie I'm, I've ever I've watched in the last five years, and I'm a movie guy. That's you know, a big statement a to make, guy. man. I'm a movie guy, dude. Watch <laughs> it. Check that out. It was so good, dude. You see me and my gold chain are preaching over here. It was so good, man. I, I have a thing for superhero movies that bugs me is that the whole thing is shot in the green room, in the green CG. <laughs> Everything is CGI. Okay. There's nothing real about you. it. And it, it's it's I I'm, I'm all for special effects. I get it. It's it's uh-huh. uh, it's expensive as fuck now. I mean, they're not gonna go and destroy a city, of course not. But yeah, yeah. Um, but the level of special effects in a movie like that is just so much that you're like, ah, I, I get it. That's yeah. what bugs me yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, let me tell you this. So I got Marvel buddy, does it guy. right. Marvel does it right. I so says, I got a I got a buddy right who is a big cinema guy. He doesn't even call them movies; he calls it cinema, right? He has favorite directors, and he's the same way about. He hates Marvel movies, right? He's like Martin Scorsese. He doesn't think they're cinema, uh-huh. right? He thinks they're ruining the movie industry, right? He said he oh. watched his Justice League movie and and was so highly recommended on it. The camera angles are crazy. Uh, <laughs> camera they're, they're, angles. They're, they're like you know like just coming into stuff right the cgi is great there's some stuff that you're like ah that's a little corny you know but like the cgi was great the bad guys were great uh the the action scenes were great there's actually like there's a morality to the film so good dude do you really think if you're not high you would enjoy it as much uh i don't think i would have finished it all but yeah i still think i would have enjoyed it okay i dare you to watch it again not high see what happens well yeah I will, but also like four hours into the movie, I started thinking about my ex girlfriend, so I started trailing off a little bit, you know. But uh, I think I think that was more the drugs, you know. But yeah, yeah. Try it. I dare you. Try it. I will, and I'll let you know. Yeah, Next please time I do. See you, I'll let you know. Please do. I might please do, do it tonight, actually. You know, watch, <laughs> yeah, watch four it hours to kill. Time. Yeah, man, be yeah. on coffee or something. Four hours. Yeah, I, I, I might split it up. Effects. Wake it up in the morning and just watch the last two hours. You know. 
I hope you don't get a, you don't have like epilepsy or anything like that with all the <laughs> flashing around. And- <laughs> you just see me at the next open mic and my eyes are a little droopy, you know? Yeah, I'm right. Like, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, Did you man, fall on your yeah. face again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check out the Harry Potter scar, dude. And yeah. I like how I got this now, too. Like I was in the mafia it looks better. or something. It looks, it looks very- so much better. You, I look, you look half Chinese uh-huh. at one point. You look half I look like I'm in the fucking Wu Tang, baby. I look, uh, uh, Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with, you know. All right, let's see. What's my dope? Oh, my dope shit is if you're a fan of anime, uh, Attack on Titan season four. I just finished it, uh, but I couldn't stop, so I kept. Pre- I've been like the thing was Attack on Titan. If you're not familiar with the concept, actually, it's even hard to describe. Fuck, it's like these people who live in, uh. Uh, in the world where there's titans, they don't know where they come from, and those titans just eat them, and they're trying to survive. But it's it's way deeper. The plot gets so much comp- more complex. Just gotta watch it on Hulu or wherever. Uh, season four is out right now, but I just but if you read the manga, it comes out once a month, uh, and when it comes out, it's like forty pages at a time. So you have to, and I just today just caught up with everything. Like I I, I watched all four the fourth season and I, I read all the manga up to this month edition and it, it just gets fucking better, man. These, I don't know how to oh, yeah. come up with these plots, but in these characters and it's so fucking deep. I love it. So attack on Titan, go check it out. All right. Yeah, real, uh, quick, real quick ones. I heard, uh, you don't know who the good guy is anymore. Yeah. And attack on Titan. I yeah. can't wait. dude. I haven't watched season four yet. I can't wait. Watch it, but then keep reading. I don't know if they got, it's, yeah. it's the final season. I don't know if they're going to do a second part of it to, to uh-huh. catch up with the manga but uh i say just watch it watch it all and i guarantee you it's it doesn't stop so you have to keep reading and it's yeah. 40 pages at a time there's plenty of websites if you if you google read attack on titan online there's plenty of websites you can read them all for free awesome. so, cool yeah. cool so, and my hero academia too shout out dude my favorite anime is coming uh, back I, I, I have beef for that one i oh. like it I have beef for that one we're gonna have to talk about that in person because all right, all right. I, I've actually brought it. We had a, had an old episode about anime back in December, and I break down why uh, My Hero Academia pisses me off. I still read it. I'm, I'm still reading it every day, just yeah. as a man, uh, eh, you know, something else to read every week. But yeah. it's, it, it it gets annoying because it's a formula that's been done over and over again, and I get I get it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I feel that. Uh, where can people find you on the social medias and the interwebs? It is. Uh... It is all the same. Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Mac, M-A-C, capital D, comedy. Brian, Mac, D, comedy. Instagram is my big one, so scope me on Instagram, y'all. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, as always, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Go to the archives. That helps. Uh, and, uh, yeah, leave a comment. Leave a something. Share with your friends. Like I put out, the, now we're... We're putting out two episodes a week. So Mondays and Thursday mornings is when the new episode drop. Uh, I got a lot of people coming up. I've had a lot of people on this podcast. I'm, I'm hitting 200 uh, this week. So there's plenty of... Congrats, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so more people I want to talk to, more comics, people in the comedy scene. Uh, I, I hope Godfrey comes back. He has to come back. Fuck it. I'm going to make I mean, it. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. I'm, you I'm got gonna friends, make it. I'm, like, friends, you come, yeah. I'm like, you come to my city, you got you have to come talk to me. Um, but anyway, uh, Brian Charles McDuffie, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Thackeray, I'm not going to say your last name. 
Yeah, don't, don't, don't. I'll take man, it. Thank you for having me on, brother. All right. Thank you so much. Talk to you next time. Ciao, yeah. ciao. See you soon, man. Thank you, brother. Peace.